Welcome to Pretend to Imagine, a brave little podcast by Tyler and Greg. Uh, tonight's episode includes uh, a minor errata about the island of Utila. Erotica? That's later. Oh, yeah. Uh, a Just a tip from Dr. Smith about MRSA. Oh, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, things Greg's wife does three and Penzik. Uh, some uh, brief reminiscences about the planet Kuzbane and uh, a... a, a Brief discussion about chocolate-covered dopamine and human evolution. All right, we got nothing, folks. And again, this is seems to be a recurring. Uh, well, I think I think what uh, you know, uh, I, I think by this point, our listenership has has probably heard what what's known as the conversation episode. Yeah. Okay. Which which we may just do again tonight because I mean there's not, there's not a lot of bits. I mean I've got a couple bits I guess, but but. Uh, but uh, the conversation episode, you know, I mean, I think it, it forms itself into bits, much like spam or or baloney. <laughs> it, con- it, just, it congeals. It congeals into, into a, a yeah. kind of that, or that baby mold horror that you came up oh. with to try to mold the babies. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, one thing I did want to point out uh, at the start of this podcast uh, is that in a previous podcast, I had mentioned that the island of Utila in the Honduran Bay Islands area was completely destroyed by a hurricane. And in fact, Utila has recovered and is now uh, once again a haven for uh, sports fishermen, scuba divers, and snorkelers. And you've and, realized uh, this. Well, I realized you, this from the were, mountain of, were, of emails two, we got there were two from, reasons from, I, I from the members of Utila. First of all, uh, Brian, our uh, Small Hall Studios uh, tech support and uh, webmaster, uh, told me about it. And I was glad he told me about it because what I didn't understand is one day I was about to go to bed and there was a swordfish head in my bed. <laughs> it was sent there by the Utila Tourist and Trade Authority because I had I had tanked their business because the millions of people that listened to this podcast thought that Utila was gone. The millions of people on Utila I, that the, listen to this podcast. There's there's not a million people on Utila. There's about what how many? 30? There's, I don't know, probably maybe a couple hundred. Yeah. So, uh Utila back on the map, back in business. Back on the map and working fine. All right, absolutely. So, and this is this is our so this is our first errata. Yeah, it is our first errata. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I will a, tell you that sometimes when I go when we record these episodes and I listen to them, sometimes I listen to them a couple of weeks after they've actually been. And you on go, the air, uh, and I go, oh no, that's not wrong. That's wrong. That that's we use the wrong word, or that yeah. that's was the wrong. And so there are other things in yeah. the, that have been in the podcast that we've said our, incorrectly. Our friend, uh, our friend Jeff, uh, just the other day, I was uh, at our game club, and uh, he was talking about the podcast. He actually binged the, binged the podcast the first time he, he heard it. Oh, did he need crazy therapy fella. afterwards? Uh, or did but he, uh, did but he, he was like, a, he was like, you know, right? he goes, you know, it's really interesting. I learned things from it. And I looked at it. I said, what? I said, there is no educational value to this. <laughs> no podcast. entertainment value. And there's no the entertainment podcast. value either to go back to our original. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, yes, no, uh, Utila, uh, you know. Uh, Head there uh, if you have a, a beautiful Honduran vacation in mind. And a hearty and, constitution. Uh, take your chloroquine. So it's time for Just the Tip with Dr. Smith. Oh, Just the Tip. Okay, just good. Just the Tip. Yeah. I have, what do we I, got? I, I just have a tip for you. What is it? Okay. Well, a lot of people talk about MRSA, but many people don't really know what MRSA is. There's a lot of people who fear MRSA, as they should. However, some of the fear is unfounded. MRSA. That was almost poetic. Okay. It was also probably, yeah, yeah, it had a meter to it. Yes. Kind of a meter. So MRSA is methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus. 
Doesn't that just roll off the tongue? It sounds fantastic. I it's, could never it's, repeat it's, that. And all that really means is that it's Staphylococcus aureus, which is a very common bacteria. Mm-hmm. Some might say germ. Now, people ask me, they, they, they come to they go, Doctor, what's a germ? And I, I, I look Do up. People, I, nobody comes up to no, me. No, this says happened it. to me. This happened that, to me when I was a resident. They go, what's a germ? And I, I stopped because I was like, and I said, a germ is a very, very small thing that makes you ill. <laughs> This I can explain like on five moments. It could be a piece of pollen. It could be a virus. It could be a bacteria, parasite. They're all germs. So anyway, this germ uh, is very common. It lives on sinks and in bathrooms and on the teeth of dogs and and on your your hands. It's everywhere, okay? And um, there are various uh, subspecies of it and various strains of it, you know. Um, Because we doctors have been incautious and have written too many antibiotics... There's been the development of methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus. You did this. We did this. Yeah. I'm, I hate to say it. So the problem is, is, is that uh, it's gotten some press lately because they're uh, in hospitals. Uh, MRSA is very, a very big problem. Yeah. Okay? Uh, it's largely only killable by vancomycin um, and some other more exotic antibiotics. But, you know, you have to more, more or less you have to get vancomycin through an IV. So, so before we talk about getting rid of it yeah. what does it do to you what are the well, symptoms causes, of having it, having so MRSA causes any typical infective symptoms so um, the most common place you're going to see MRSA is boils and abscesses and pustules lovely okay? just pustules you know uh, and that's generally because MRSA likes to make pustules it's a pustule maker it's it's pustulophilic it creates these, <laughs> these things you know yeah <laughs> You know, you know okay. we're, we're easing into grossness. <laughs> yeah, here, no, know? that's so. Funny. But anyway, so, anyway, so so yeah, that's that's the Pustulo, common, pustulophilia. Pustulophilia. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, Greg, you <laughs> had to make it weird. Um, so uh, so basically, this uh, this bacteria um, exists in hospitals, and it's, it's very very nasty. In fact, um, hi Penny. Uh, in fact, um, infection in the lung with uh, Ooh. staph is very, very serious. It creates lung abscesses, which is, is very, very could be fatal. This is, and not fun. So, and not fun at all. So anyway, most of the time it causes little things like boils and stuff. So anyway, the problem is people found out about the hospital MRSA, which is really dangerous, very hard to treat, really, really bad. And when they find out they have MRSA, when they come to see me, they get very, very scared. Okay, Or they might hear of a, a family member who has MRSA. You know, but these are people in nursing homes and whatever. Else, the MRSA that exists out in the community, and when I and when I say MRSA, I mean methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus. What does that mean? It means you can't kill it with methicillin or penicillin-type drugs like azithromycin, like uh, sorry, like um, amoxicillin or Augmentin uh, or Keflex or all these these antibiotics we like to use to kill bacteria. They they don't work on this particular kind of bug. Um, However, there are many, many, many other types of antibiotics that kill the MRSA you get in the community, okay? So you could kill them with Bactrim, you can kill them with Cipro, you can kill them with Doxycycline, you can kill them with Clindamide. There's all kinds of antibiotics that can be used to kill them. So when someone hears they have MRSA and it's, they've gotten it out at the pool or in their house, I say, it's okay, don't worry, we can kill it. We've got a million things that, uh, that can kill it. So the issue is that it's resistant to the most common. Correct, exactly. But- and it's it's possibly uh, a warning of what is to come, but currently isn't a problem. Currently is a problem because there are many other forms of antibiotic that clear it. Um, some people become colonized with MRSA. In other words, MRSA oh, uh, exists like in, their, in their body and, and it can become a recurrent problem. And it's interesting what we do. You do a nasal swab because for some reason MRSA likes to live in the nose. 
That's where it likes to live. This is like the grossest and just the tip ever. This is well, you know, it's important though. So so here's the thing. When you're colonized, you have to get rid of it. So you use a, a medication, it's an ointment called Bactroban, and you put it in your nose for five days. Bactroban is sometimes called Mupparosin. And my theory is that if you squeeze a Muppet, this is Mupparosin comes harvest out of it. it. You from harvest it from the from the Muppet's pineal glands. And <laughs> <laughs> and and it kills MRSA. Oh my goodness! So anyway, so anyway, here's my point. If your doctor, if you're a normal, average, everyday person, and you get a boil, and your doctor, you know, pokes the boil, and they do a culture, and they say, "Good lord, you have MRSA." Don't panic. It's not the kind of MRSA you have in a hospital. It's killable by multiple antibiotics, and you're going to be fine. But you might have to find a muppet and, and squeeze, squeeze out the ointment. Yeah, eight minutes of gold. <laughs> Says you. Says me. Gold-plated diamonds, oh, which was really Greg's shtick, and I stole it from him. He looked at me cool. like, those were, those were my gold-plated diamonds, Pastor. You steal all my best lines? Mm-hmm. Gold-plated diamonds, Gold-plated yeah. diamonds. Because oh. why see the diamond when you could just cover it in gold? I mean, well, that's like things. a gilded, what is it? Uh, a gilded lily? Uh, g- gilded lily. It's gilded a, rose? It's the gilded lily. It's gilded the same lily. thing. Gilded yeah, lily and just, exactly. gold-plated diamonds. And, yeah. So, uh, speaking of things that have been gilded... <laughs> uh, Biomed Chemtech, Biomed Chemtech oh. just just released Biomed n- a new product coming yeah. out. Ready? Yeah, chocolate covered dopamine. <laughs> That's right, folks. Pure dopamine crystals grown in genetically enhanced vats of bacteria, crystallized for a crunchy candy type type thing. Coating, sure, good, good sure. mouthfeel, right? Yeah. And then <laughs> dipped in velvety smooth dark or light chocolate. Whatever your preference is. And what kind of reaction are we going to get out of it? Well, dopamine's like the best. Dopamine's the best. Dopamine's you're already getting you're already getting a, a, a shot of just the chocolate itself. So the chocolate will give itself you. actually stimulates dopamine production, but so dopamine it's like is, super dopamine. Exactly. It's 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 meta dopamine. So dopamine is a neurotransmitter that um, basically gives you the feeling of reward and pleasure. After you mm. have, after you do certain things or eat certain things or whatnot, mm. uh, so I don't know if anybody has noticed, but if you've ever um, eaten a food that you you know you know you like it, but you haven't had it in a long time, yeah. and you eat it, you go, oh, this is amazing. This is it makes you feel really good. Or a new food you never tried that like you know, I don't, previ- like, new, like, I don't a, like new. Remember foods. that previous podcast with the fish berries that you no. ate? Yeah, the, <laughs> that that didn't that didn't give you any dopamine. But, but anyway, when you, when you get something that you love, you know you have this this dopamine surge, and it just makes you feel fantastic. You feel relaxed. You feel happy. You feel that the world is a good place to live in, and it's that uh, it's that post. Thanksgiving. See, I think that people only eat Thanksgiving food once a year because of that very effect. Because you don't, you don't eat the stuffing and the mashed potatoes, and, and then when you eat it, you're like, "Oh yeah. yeah, once a year I get this meal, and I you know just get a big old gravy boat, put it to your lips, and just drink that gravy, oh. baby." <laughs> yeah. Then of course the so, tryptophan hits you, but you know. Now, what is there? Is there a dopamine based, like synthetic dopamine, or actually is there, there is? There, can you there, harvest there, dopamine from a well, muppet or, it's, or, or it's, other creature? It's actually, and, it's actually interesting. Um, did you see the movie Awakenings with uh, Robin Williams? Yes. Okay, that was that was an example. They were using L-dopa mm-hmm. to treat people with this horrible tardative freezing syndrome. Okay, yep. uh, and uh, dopamine is used well not. 
not so much anymore, but but uh, at one point dopamine was used to treat Parkinson's, mm-hmm. right, as far as I recall. Yeah, um, we use different things now, but but uh, the problem is too much dopamine makes you go completely crazy if you mm-hmm. get too much dopamine. So there, is there recreational um, people who take it recreationally? You know, it's or? sort of an interesting question. I'm almost surprised that it isn't used yeah. recreationally. I mean, it, you certainly could get a real uh, real real ride on it. Yeah. So um, maybe we've inspired some uh, you know dopamine. Uh, uh, dopes, uh, dopers, doper, dope, yeah, some dope, kind of dope mopers uh, or dopamine mopers or dope, whatever. right? They'd be they'd be making dope. It could be the Pope of dope, the Pope of dope. Uh, yeah, some but, kind of nefarious, uh, yeah, uh, drug cartel. The drugs now are going to go into. There was a villain in our superhero thing. We had a medical superhero thing. We'll have to get to this later. But anyway, the the villain was the drug czar, and he had like this big Russian outfit, and he would like he had he would. <laughs> He could fire drugs at you, you know, make you sleepy or vomit or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, so so, but it's interesting with dopamine because um, if you eat this food, right, that you love, mm-hmm. uh, and then you eat it again and again and again, the amount of dopamine you produce starts to drop. And we think it's it might be kind of like a almost like an evolutionary uh, strategy to prevent you from eating the same thing over and over and over again. You just don't like it. After so what, a what's why? Except why, you. Yeah. What's except what's my you? You problem? eat chicken parm every day, and it doesn't affect you at all. You must have some weird. No, not every day. Mondays, Wednesdays, Mondays and Fridays, <laughs> enchiladas right. every other day. That's right. Yeah. Well, I guess you're just switching to the enchiladas enough to kind of reset your dopamine. So, so. Uh, interesting. I was reading a thing about dopamine, and they said that, um, well, that's true for most fruits, vegetables, foods, etc. It's actually not true for concentrated sweets. You pump dopamine the same every time you eat a concentrated. Well, sweet. I wonder what the difference is. Um, well, I I don't know. I think that uh, I mean again, if you look at it uh, evolutionarily. So chocolate, fruit. Yeah, chocolate. Well, no, fruit's not. Fruit's not a concentrated sweet. Fruit is full of a li- of a water and, and liquids, and usually, you know, most fruits aren't that sweet. They tend to have a certain yeah. tartness to them or whatever else. But we're talking like you know a nutty buddy. Uh, we're talking. Uh, uh, Chocolate, well, actually, chocolate pretzels are a little different. But anyway, the point is, you know, chocolate, candy, candy, bar. candy bars. Or in Rhode Island, candy yeah. bar. Candy bar. Uh, remember that? I'm Lars from Mars, and I eat all kinds of candy bars. Remember that? No. What is this, some earth fruit? You don't remember that? <laughs> no. The guy had, like, these dealy bobbers kind of hanging off his head. What the hell is a dealy bobber? It's like a tentacle-like thing with a ball on the end, you know. And it's, anyway, what are you talking about? I, it was an ad several years ago. No. Anyway. Are we, are remember you, Carvel? Are you not hallucinating? Carvel ice oh, cream Oh, Carvel cake. ice cream, yeah. Fudgy the whale. Uh, I've got throat cancer. Yeah. <laughs> I sell ice cream. <laughs> yeah, Fudgy the whale and Cookie Puss. Fudgy the whale and Cookie the Puss, which was like, you know... <laughs> the Thai cake was the same mold as the no, whale they take, cake. Yeah, they take the mold, you know, they, they turn they it upside, upside down. down right. like, you know, we can we can rag on on Carvel because it no longer exists because it, it just doesn't matter. But like the guy sounded like he had like this stuff in his throat. But anyway, what the hell were we talking about? Oh yeah, we were talking about dopamine. So anyway, the point is, you still pump dopamine if you eat sweets, uh, which is why we can keep eating sweets. And again, the theory is, if a human being back in the primordial days ran across something that was that concentrated in calories. You want to slam that sucker down and eat it as fast as possible because, yeah. uh, you know, and if you found it again, you'd eat it again and again and again and again. See, it's it's interesting because humans are funny. Now, of course, I'm talking about Western humans. I'm not going to talk about, you know, the, the people I don't know anything about, but I'm just talking about, you know, mostly Americans. Your people. Are the people I know. Uh, we're very funny because we're in the, we're trapped in that strange point between our bodies not really being evolved enough to, to fit our minds. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we're, we're at a point where, like, I'll, I'll give you an example. This is a wonderful example. I always like it. Um, when a human being 
back in the, the old days got angry, he would stab someone. Okay, and that was okay. Or, or it was. It was back then. It was no, uh, or, or you know, conk him on the head with a rock. You know, whatever. And you know, a rock was the most dangerous thing we had. You know, now we have all kinds of horrific weaponry. And if someone goes crazy, they will use horrific weaponry yeah. to cause the exact same thing that, 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 you know, that was when we didn't have the horrific weaponry, right? You know, I mean, when there was a war, it was like, you know, we're going to steal this, this, this tribe's yams. And we're going to come in here with a couple of pointed <laughs> sticks. We're going to beat the crap out of people, grab the yams and run. Now it's, we have a nuclear weapon. And we're yeah. going to not only kill all of you, but all your yams at the same time. You know, it's, it's like it's, that's it. There's nothing left. The yams will bake in the ground. Don't and, kill and it's, the yams. Uh, don't kill the yams. Isn't yeah. anyone thinking about the yams? Did you, ever, did you ever tell you about yams? We're, by the way, on no topic right now. It doesn't matter. We're just going to talk. All right. So, the, so, go on. so what, the, what do we got to know so about So anyway, yams? I was just saying humans aren't, aren't well evolved enough. So, but the other know. thing I know about humans not being well evolved is um, Native Americans, they have a high high uh, rate of, of diabetes. They absolutely do. And yeah. that is because yeah. they're... they're Biologically, they're yes. on a feast or famine sort of Correct. biology, Correct. and they're living in a world where there's a Dunkin' Correct. Donuts on the, the corner. The, and the saddest a, example is the Pima Indians. The Pima yeah. Indians have the highest rate of diabetes in the country, and what it was was their diet was so poor in concentrated sugar that their bodies got used to eating almost no sugar. Like they would have to basically, you know, pump a lot of. Um, they pumped very little insulin because they ate never ate anything that stimulated the insulin response. This will be another just the tip, folks, about how diabetes works because it's pretty interesting. But we're not going to do it tonight because you just heard about MRSA. So anyway, the uh, the idea is that uh, when they got introduced to the the quote unquote Western diet, where you know they're all of a sudden they've got like you know all kinds of sugar and and all kinds of uh, starches and all these kinds yeah. of things, their pancreases were never designed you know evolutionarily to handle it. And uh, they have terrible trouble. So yet another example of how we totally screwed over the Native Americans. Uh, although I guess feeding people snowballs and Twinkies is at least enjoyable for the person. <laughs> but it's probably not good for, for a time. You, for a time until the diabetes, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, no, no, the whole yam thing. Uh, it's interesting. There was, um, uh, when I took uh, anthropology, uh, there was a... Uh, Tribe of people, I think it was in Indonesia. Now, in, in Indonesia, uh, remember, I may be talking off my butt here, but from what I recall, uh, the, for the purposes of this conversation, everything you're saying is true. It, yes, there's <laughs> just for the purposes of this conversation. So anyway, they, they were doing some uh, uh, anthropologic work, and um, they um, they had this tribe who had uh, a yam hut. A yam hut. A yam hut. There was a hut that they put the yams in. Okay, yeah. because you had to talk to your yams and pray to your yams. Because if your yams became displeased with you, the yams would go away. Okay, and then you'd starve, because yams are an important staple of the diet. So you have to show proper respect to the yams. Of course. Okay? All right. So these guys <laughs> were there, and they, you know they they're like, okay, this is pretty good. So they said, you know, we, we're gonna uh, we're gonna help these guys out. We're gonna we're gonna spray for um, mosquitoes. We're gonna just you know spray around the 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 uh, the, uh, the village. And uh, you know, try to stop mosquitoes. This is back probably in the fifties, and so they got out their sprayer, big long sprayer with a point on the end. You know, the, you know this like comedy sprayer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they got one of these things, right? And and it was full of this sort of uh, you know white mist liquid. You know, and they start spraying. They spray the yam hut, and all the villagers come out with like spears and weapons, and they're like, "What's wrong?" They go, "Why did you ejaculate on our yam house?" <laughs> <laughs> They were in trouble. That's a terrible they, sentence. They had to really, they had to really talk their way out of that one because <laughs> yeah, that's not that's, that's going to be some e pissed off yams in there, and they're not going to like what the hell just happened. Oh here? my god. Oh my god. Right. Why did you ejaculate on her? I don't even want to say that. I don't even want to. 
I want to die not ne- having, never said, having that said that sentence. That, 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 that would be that, better for me. Sentence, so I'm going to yeah, stop. I'm yeah, going to stop right sorry. now. Well, uh, anyway, yeah. So just be careful where you spray for for uh, whatever MRSA. Don't ejaculate. Yeah, don't ejaculate in the yam on house. a yam hot house because God. That's the best. I think that's the best advice we can give. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I was thinking of all the other advice I could give. You know, don't shoot up with a dirty needle. You know, uh, don't don't get diabetes. But yeah. no, I think don't ejaculate on a yam hut is just <laughs> the best. That, that's probably that's the, the best. The peak the best of our thing. advice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, we don't have to give advice on this show. So that's right. Okay, so here's here's a question for you. Okay, um, things your wife does. Oh, things my wife does. Yeah, because there's going to be more things. It's been a while. Well, let's see. What has she done? Oh, so we went to Penzik. Yeah. And, uh, I saw lots of pictures. Went to Penzik, and we uh, we had a great time. And again, we'll recap briefly. Penzik is sort of like a, uh, it's not quite a reenactment, but it's for history enthusiasts. There's 12,000 of us that camp and we in Pennsylvania, and we dress in medieval and renaissance garb the whole time we're there. Megan looked pretty badass. Megan, she looked very much like a, almost like a cross between if if Maid Marian and Robin Hood had a baby, that's what she looked like. The, I, I, the, I thought of her more as kind of like an archer monk. Yeah, she looked like an she archer. Looked, she was like you know like you know raised in a monastery yeah. after they found her you know wedged underneath like the the shattered remains of her little hovel that the the orcs came through and wrecked everything and then like you know, yeah. they, they take her and now she's now she's ready for some payback she's right out of a video game right, out, right, of right out of a creed a tragic backstory so we're in the on the archery range so yeah. megan is wearing a long gown with a belt and she's got a quiver and she's got a, a mantle or a hood yeah yeah sure a hood that just goes over her shoulders and her is that a snood no that's a snood is a thing that just covers your hair and holds, oh, okay. it, holds your hair up uh, this is, I think it's called a mantle. It's basically a hood, but the hood only yeah. goes down, down halfway down your chest. Uh, there's no cloak or anything. And if we could ever it. convince her, I could just put this up on the Facebook page. We'll see. We'll see. We see if we can get her, get yeah, her permission. You guys to can that. see what this yeah, looks so like. So she's up there and she's she's doing archery and, and uh, she's having a good time. But but I was uh, photographing her, and as I was taking photographs, photographing, 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 okay. photographing, photographing. There you go. So I was taking photographs of her and. Um, she, uh, you know, was knocking her arrow yeah. on the bow, and she dropped it. And just as I'm taking the photograph, she put it on the bow, and it fell in front of her. And then uh, I made a looping gif. <laughs> Much <laughs> to just, her chagrin. Just like, it just, the arrow falls. And then the arrow falls. Yeah. And then the arrow falls. And she's yes. just looking at me like, you ass. Yeah. That's you her, jerk. Her nickname in The Merry Men is Butterfingers. No. <laughs> no, she's actually very good. That was just a, a yeah. momentary no, no, thing I, that I happened saw, to be funny. I saw pictures of her really, yeah. really, you know, owning it with the, uh, with the, with the arrow. Yeah. So uh, what do we do? Uh, did anyone lose an eye? On no one, the, the no one archer, lost an eye. No one lost anything. Field. There are a lot of injuries because they do, again, at Penzik, they do the big giant battles, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know about any injuries this year, but there are injuries there. But so we we had a great time. Did a lot of drinking, a lot of music, and a lot of learning. We took classes on um, uh, the poetic Edda. Snorri Sturluson wasn't wrote the Edda, poetic Edda. Wasn't Edda Keeley's cat? Edda, yeah, I think uh, I think Keeley had a cat named Edda. Yeah. But the poetic Edda is the is the is the work that we get all of our our knowledge. The codified sort of brought together knowledge of the Norse gods and goddesses. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. that's oh, okay. That's yeah. what that is. All right. Yep. So that's the po- the the poetic edda is in 
poetry and the prose edda is the one that's in prose. I so see. those are the two the All two right. things that we've got. So um, so a question for you. Um, now I know uh, I believe this was last year. I, did this year did they have a naked spaghetti party? So I was going to bring up the naked spaghetti party. I'll tell the naked spaghetti I'll party. Just, just put this in. So there was no. Na- well, there, there probably was a naked spaghetti. Yeah, you just party. didn't get invited to it. Well, we didn't get invited last year either. But they didn't stop yeah. us from going. So uh, this year um, we uh, we. Didn't find the. We didn't look for the naked spaghetti. Last year we went searching for the naked spaghetti party. Now Penzik is a, is twelve thousand people there. It's Bohemian. During, folks. Well, so it's during Bohemian. the day it's very it's family. It's not. No, don't don't even. I know. What, I I actually don't even want to tell the story because it is the freakishly fringe <laughs> anomaly sort of aberrant. It's not. Yeah, but people it's want not to Penzik, know. But this is the juicy titillating yeah, stuff that right. everyone wants to know. Okay, fine. So so let let, let me set it up. So. Penzik is 12,000 people, and there are plenty of families. And these are well-educated people, doctors, lawyers, history buffs, engineers, interesting people. They're, they're just 12,000 very interesting people that go and do this as a hobby. They spend yeah. two weeks. They learn about the prosetta or tarot cards or beer making, mead making, or gardening, or whatever the th- things their hobby uh, dictates You know, for that in, during that time period. Yeah. At night... It's the, a little the, different. The alcohol flows. The alcohol flows. Yeah. And um, you wind up at places like the Naked Spaghetti Party. So we went because it has a great name. Yeah. Naked, I mean. Now you were thinking initially, from what I understand, you were initially thinking like, you know, spaghetti with a little, maybe a little bit of butter and oil on yeah, it. Yeah, no sauce. There's no sauce. No, no, no gravy. There's no gravy. No nothing. You know, There's no gravy might, on this. It's something naked. you might get at the Carberry, you know. Yeah, something, something you could know, get at the yeah, Carberry. Right. And then the, so, uh, there's, cause there's lots of themed parties. At Penzik, there's the uh, Casa Bardici has a themed party, and uh, they have the the uh, so what other parties they have? They have the no, no, I can't think of the other names, party names, but there's plenty of them. So um, every camp has a, a themed party at night, and this one happens to be called the Naked Spaghetti Party. So we go, and we go into the the camp, and we're like, okay, well, what is this all about? Well, it's about being naked. I tell you that right now. Ooh, lots, sauce. lots of naked. Yeah. So we're standing there, and these naked people are in front of us. And it's a pri- private camp, so it's all closed off and everything. You know, they have their 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 kind of they have their tent set up, so you can't see in. From oh yeah, the outside. sure. No, they're not. So you go have you go in this, you go in yeah. through the gate, and somebody lets you in and yeah. makes sure that you're in a you know you're, you're you're of the proper age and to go. And you get in there, and there's just nudity everywhere. And there's three or four people walk by, and this guy looks at us, and he goes, "Oh hey, how you guys doing? Uh, there's hooks uh, over there uh, on the wall of that tent. Uh, feel free to hang up your clothes and enjoy." Was this a naked guy? This totally naked. Oh, guy. he's totally yeah. naked. He just uh, walked uh, out uh, to you. among like two of cohorts, right. uh, flank, flanked, flanked by two other naked people. Okay, were they male or female? Uh, I know the guy was male, and there were two other people that were mixed. They mixed. Were, I, I couldn't really know. tell. It was kind know. of like a Ken doll. <laughs> they were naked. Yeah, I couldn't so tell. They, they, I couldn't. I don't know. They, they were naked. <laughs> So, so now we're now we're all looking that at makes our, it harder. all of us. There's about four or five of us. Our eyes are like as big as saucers. We're like, what is going on here? Except for one of my friends. Yeah, I just use his first name, Dan. He looks around and he's like, Well, you oh. changed the sex, did you? <laughs> no. Dan. Dan, I changed I changed Dan's sex. No, Dan looks around. So we're all like shocked and and like, oh, uh, yeah. And Dan's like. Okay. Uh, oh, all right. And he starts taking off his clothes. Like, no, Dan. No, don't do it. <laughs> and we're like, and we did. We go. We go, Dan. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, you can if you want, but as a group, we need to. We need to decide as a group whether this is something we're going to do or not. So we kind of have this conversation, and, the, and then after about two or three minutes, I look at everybody and I go, "Look, look, guys, 
We either have to get naked exactly. or get leave the party. Yeah, you can't. There is no lingering yeah. around and watching all the naked like, people. It's like, well, wait a minute now. If you're not getting naked, you're not really part of the, the yeah. The you, tribe you can't. Here, you, so know, you can't. You can't yeah, linger right. like this yeah. and be and be weird about it. So the thing. So we left. Right. We left them to their their ba- did, uh, bacchanalia. Did, did, did Dan they, stay or did he? Go no, Dan you? came. Dan came oh, back. He, he, he didn't. He didn't stay. He, yeah. yeah. He lives an interesting life. He's not, yeah. that's he's not didn't he's he's got plenty this, of this other crazy craziness. Okay. Yeah. So we leave, but the saddest thing of all is we went there to go find out what the naked spaghetti party was about. Yeah. We found out what the naked part was about. Yeah. We don't know what happened with the spaghetti. Yeah, that's do, a good point. Do they eat it? Do they wear was, it? Was it is it know, metaphorical spaghetti? It could be metaphorical. Nobody knows. Spaghetti. Yeah. Nobody knows. And now mm-hmm. I don't know. And I have a little trouble sleeping at night. You know, I uh when I was at uh, Brown because I went to Brown, oh. we there was a uh, there was a naked party at Brown, mm. and uh, uh, that there was much made of it. There was much made of it, and um, you know, I, they did you could, participate? They, they couldn't get me to go. No, no I wasn't going to do. It. I personally look. I, you know, I remember at one point you talked about tattoos. tattoos, yeah, and you talked about you know should a tattoo be exhibited on a museum, i.e., body that should be condemned. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's the, not the, what I said. Not exactly. But if you're going to decorate your body, yeah, you okay. should be a body okay. worthy of decoration. So, you know, I'm sorry, but you know, and this is just coming from me. And I know that Michelangelo would disagree, and many people disagree. But frankly, I think that male genitalia looks ridiculous. <laughs> and it's just you're walking around with these things, and As everyone's wife, just what? like, "What is that?" I mean, you got these dangly little things hanging down. And you got this this sausage like object. It's ugly. It's, it's ugly. It's it, they call it bumping yeah. uglies, and there's a reason. Women, it's they're they're better off because most of it's sort of all up underneath there, and it's not just hanging out and breezing in the wind. I mean, it's just it's just terrible. It's yeah, just, it, but it's kind of beautiful in its own. Now you know what I don't want to talk about. This, I don't think it's. But beautiful, as my wife would say, yeah, there's nothing worse than an unexpected penis. <laughs> That's very true. Right, like at the bottom of the popcorn no. ba- ba- uh, popcorn bowl. No, so this is going to get weird. But I mean, you know, even if it's like, you, no, do you know that trick, like, right? Even if it's like if it's like if it's like a woman and her and her boyfriend or or partner of yeah. many years, uh-huh. and she's well acquainted yeah. with his naughty bits. Yeah. Right, and she's excited about it, and they they have a fun sexual fun together. Yeah, sure. yeah. But if she is like washing the dishes and turns her head to the left. And it's there. It's there. That is not. That is not okay. It's, that is not the same. It's, it's like a. It's like a. It's like a string quartet in D minor. Dun 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 dun. So nothing. Nothing worse than unexpected. I would have no, to agree. I, I think. I think she got that from a comedian. So I don't know who the comedian. Was, I don't know, but that's. that's there's nothing good. worse than an unexpected, unexpected penis. penis. It's like that, that, you know what? That, it's and it's worse for us. It's like the ancient uh, nineteen. I don't know. Forties, fifties practical joke. You know, the guy who would cut a hole in the bottom of the popcorn. Popcorn barrel thing, you know, like those little, those little uh, bu- bucket, yeah. buckets of popcorn, the pop- popcorn bucket, and he, you know, insert his John Thomas and his his, his girlfriend's date would be nonchalantly grabbing popcorn, and all of a sudden she gets to the bottom, and it's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> but so there's two situ- yeah. two ways that that could go. Yeah, this is the, this is one of the most horrible conversations. Yeah, we've well, had. you know, it's all but, right. So you you get in there, yeah, right? and that. The thing that she grabs, <laughs> it's an unexpected penis. is in, is, but it's in it's, one of two states. Yeah, well, it's true. It could be, right? it could be a, a disappointed, uh, unenthusiastic yeah. penis, or it but could it, be. A, she's got to eat that popcorn pretty quickly if that thing's going to remain at full mass. Well, I mean, you're, first of all, you're getting butter burns. 
the you salt get, on it. I mean, it's it's hell. I don't know why a guy would ever do this. It would know. be absolutely why did, why did you comfortable. Why did you do it? Tyler? I never did it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. You perv. You're a pervert. Anyway, so Pensick was awesome. Yeah. Megan was Megan was awesome. She had a good time. She she did great at the archery. Uh, we we didn't see any naked spaghetti people. Um, is that like the flying spaghetti monster? The flying well, the flying spaghetti monster, monster is something quite is, different. Is, but it, the flying spaghetti monster could be is a naked, I would imagine. So it's, well, he's just spaghetti. He's just made out of spaghetti. Yeah, aren't the eyes meatballs? Meatball. Uh, the so eyes are meatballs, meatballs and, eyes, and they're, yeah. the the quote is touched by his noodly appendage. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. yeah. There but I, I'm a big. I used to be a big fan of the Flying Spaghetti Monster back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. uh, I like the concept of a kind yeah. of a, like making fun of organized religion and yeah. and the, and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, but uh, that's not what it was. Do you remember the? Uh, now you might. This we're kind of absolutely going off into another tangent now. Let's 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 adjourn. Well, yeah, let's let's tangent away. Okay, so hey, what about? Remember those? Do you remember the name of those aliens in Sesame Street? That would like, they'd appear. And, so and I don't know what their out, names are. And now, freak out, they're, uh, now they're called Yip Yip Aliens. They're called Yip Yip Aliens. Yep. Right? So they have a name. They're, are they yeah. from Kuzbane? No, they're not from Kuzbane. They might have visited Kuzbane. Because the ones that go Yip Yip Yip, those oh, are. Oh, Yip 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 Telephone. Yep. Yip 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 Earth Book. Earth Book. They're from uh, Sesame Street. Yeah. Kuzbane. I think is from is that from Sesame Street or from the Muppet Actually, Show? Actually, it's been in both. Um, it's been in both. Th- there was an episode, and he'd um, always say the planet Kuzbane. Yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, no the uh, the um, the Kuzbanian uh, episode uh, that aired on um, Sesame Street was the one with the Gonk and the Geefel. Remember the Gonk and the Geefel? You no. just said the Kuzbanian. Yeah. I feel like I, I want to go home and write the Kuzbanian national anthem. The, yes. Oh, you right. Could. Doesn't it sound like the and, and now? The, the Kuzbanian National, National Anthem. Kuzbane, mm. Kuzbane, she's a mother. Kuzbane, <laughs> Kuzbane, there's no other. <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, yeah, I, that was you like that. That was my rendition of the Kuzbane oh, National Anthem. Terrible. But anyway, uh, yeah, no, the Gonk and the Geefle. It was a, it was a, a lesson of cooperation. Because the the and of course apparently creatures oh, on Kuzbane, one of them, the arm one of them move, had long arms that right? couldn't bend and yeah. then the other one had short arms uh, but he he couldn't uh, reach and so the, the 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 nectarines which is apparently the main food source on Kuzbane, uh could only be reached by the I think there was the geefle and uh, what happened was the geefle could pick them but he couldn't feed himself and the gonk couldn't reach them so the geefle realized if he dropped the nectarine that the the gonk would pick it up and feed him the nectarine so there you go communism. Kuzbanians, we know. Kuzbanians yeah. are communistic. Exactly. Famous for quality but, communism. But I was traumatized by one of the Kuzbane uh, episodes in The Muppet Show. I was, I was a little kid. I wasn't, um, you know, I was probably maybe nine. You know, I was a wee lad. I was a wee lad. I was nine, nine years old, you know. And they had this one where the, the, it was the Kuzbanian mating ritual. No, no, they didn't. No, they did. They did. It was the male Kuzbane and the female Kuzbane. And and Kermit the Frog was like introducing this. And the male Kuzbane, you know, made its mating call with something like Hargy, Hargy. And the male and female Kuzbanes, Kuzbanians, ran at each other at full tilt. 
and collided and there was an enormous explosion and all that was left was a whole bunch of little tiny baby Kuzbainites going Kuzbainites Kuzbainites or whatever and I'm like they died I was like they died and and they that's how they make babies I was like this is terrible I was like totally upset by this this whole thing it was just you were you were a fragile child I was fragile I mean it was puppets after all but you know puppets <laughs> puppets are real man yeah, and they're they're, they're, a, they're uh, a practical effect. They're a healthy source of meparosin. Uh, of meparosin, yeah, which you. So at Penzik, I'm eating a spaghetti. No, not spaghetti. I'm eating a uh, barbecue chicken Sunday. Ew! So it comes in a plastic cup, uh-huh. like a Sunday cup. Cup of pizza. And it's potatoes, potatoes on the bottom, uh, barbecue sauce. I think like. Uh, Oh, I had, mine was pork. It, it's it sounds pork. like a KFC bowl, kind of. It kind of it's kind of like a KFC bowl. And you, the thing is, you're at this place where it's it's difficult to walk around with. You can't sit. You know, See, so this thing you can walk around while eating it, but it looks like a Sunday because it's like potatoes and barbecue sauce and potatoes and barbecue. So it looks like hot fudge and, and so I'm eating this thing and uh, and my friend leans over to me and he goes, hmm. That looks like a healthy source of potatoes. <laughs> and I'm like, someone was claiming that there's a potato diet, and it's like actually good for you to eat nothing but potatoes. I Once again, impossible because you're gonna have no dopamine response whatsoever after the 15th day of potatoes. I don't care how much you like potatoes. Did you read no uh, Super Size Me? Ma- no, um, Mars, The Martian. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The poor guy yeah. had to eat potatoes every day. That's all he, which were grown with his own feces. That's the best way. That's the best. <laughs> It's like, he's technically correct, which is the best kind of correct. Thank you for listening to the Pretend to Imagine podcast with Tyler and Greg. We hope you enjoyed listening and learning about all kinds of crazy things today. Today we learned about a lot of weird things. We learned about uh, yams. Yeah. And we learned about dopamine. Yeah. Chocolate-covered dopamine and and, and other types of dopamine. Yeah. Uh, Poorly biologically adapted humans. Yeah, terrible. That was, uh, yeah, this is... We should be ashamed of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. You, should. <laughs> you should be ashamed you for should. making MRSA. You did that. You're you're bad, and you should feel bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. And we talked about uh, naked spaghetti party. How can yeah, we that's, forget that? that that's right? the profanity. That's a, in this that's a good. Episode. That's yeah. a, it's really a good thing we have that little e next to our. Took it down uh, a notch. Yeah, quite a, quite a few we really did. This episode, actually, yeah, yeah, I would say this was more low. Oh, brow. you know what we talked about? We talked about uh, ugly penises. Yeah, well, that's that's what I'm saying. Low brow. Yeah, <laughs> we made it low, very low brow this week. So when you know what. I think we should make a commitment right now to next week elevate us up to as uh, as Kermit the Frog as Kermit the Frog said and tonight in an effort to raise the intellectual level of our TV show <laughs> yes well yeah. so next week maybe yeah. we'll we'll do that we'll try to maintain some balance and <laughs> yeah right and, yeah like that's gonna happen uh, yeah so we hope you enjoyed listening keep on listening and recommend us to uh, everyone that you know get the word out about the podcast if you like it give us five stars it it helps uh, other people find the and podcast please don't be a stranger email us at podcast at pretend to imagine email yeah email us at recipes William. Uh, you know, uh, we don't we don't care. And, and look and look for weird pictures on our Facebook site. Ooh, I'll put, put a real weird one up today. I'm gonna show it to Greg after this is over. Oh, I haven't seen it you yet. Haven't seen it yet. No. All right. Well, so and uh, enjoy, and we'll talk to you all next week. This has been another episode of Pretend to Imagine. For questions or comments, please email us at podcast at pretendtoimagine.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Pretend to Imagine. And visit our website at, you guessed it, pretendtoimagine.com. Produced by Tyler Smith and Greg Fisher. Web design and tech support by Small Hall Studios. Audio by Mitch Myers. 
Music by Greg Fisher. Editing by Tyler Smith. Please check us out on iTunes and Stitcher and give us a five-star rating if you enjoy our podcast. Thanks and happy pretending.